Uh, hello, this is President Barack Obama. And right now, now, now look, right now you're listening to a quality program, the podcast. Now, is it educational? No. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Wait, this is the podcast. Okay, I'm just going to podcast. Yeah, I'm totally with you with the, with the drink etiquette. I don't know where we cut off there, but um, yeah, if, if, if it's a charitable event, obviously you're going to tip the bartenders, but people have but this. The charity was only the card game. It turned into a club afterwards where, you know, regular patrons, there was no charity that went straight into the business. There was no free drinks. That was just something for me because I knew the head security guard. Um, All right. So you got in there. It was a good. Yeah. It's a pretty good good gig to get into, though. Some free drinks. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was was just a guest. Um, I didn't make anything of it. Didn't score any, you know, security contracts or anything. But I had a, a nice time. And, uh. I don't like it the, was I'm sorry. Okay. I don't like the situations and I've been in there maybe once or twice only in my life. It's usually with the work crowd. It's never with friends, but it's something like uh, hey, well it's Friday and you know, you're it's your time to buy a round and you're like I never agreed to any of these never rules. Agree, yeah. Never because this is your little, you know, ridiculous stupid ass tradition. I uh, no, no no or you know, it's time for you to the get the bagels today. Why? No. No. Right. I'm not a communist. Well, yep. Yes, it's your turn to pay for the gas. No, we're not communists. Um, we're not doing right. this. Don't like there it. Is a, there's also something to be said about um, going out in uniform, which I don't really, I didn't really do in my career in the Army. But every now and then, you know, I'd find myself out in uniform. I just had a bad day or something, and I had to have a drink, and I was on my way home from, you know, a, a weekend thing. And I said, I'm just going to get a beer. But I'd find some place that was low-key where I could be left alone. And uh, a lot of times I'd get dragged into, one, stupid conversations, and two, the thank you for your service, let me buy you a drink. And I'd be like, no, no, you don't have to buy. As you can see, I'm employed. I can afford to. Cause yeah, I don't, I'm working. I don't like the way that feels. It's nice. I appreciate. I would appreciate the gesture, but I don't like the way that feels. So, um when I used to uh, go out in uniform and I'd find myself in, in a As quiet bar, sometimes I could just be left alone. And that was it. Right. Um, Thanks for but your there service. were also some guys that... Uh, Thanks for your service. They were, they were kind of drinking buddies. And I, I did feel bad because I just didn't realize it. But there was a, a motorcycle group that it was at a bar that I used to hang out at. And one guy made a comment because I... Um, they had a minimum charge. I remember it was like twenty bucks, which I hate. Oh, I didn't have cash that day, so fuck that. I had to make up the twenty dollar minimum. So I said, okay, go buy, uh, you know, Joe or somebody or Rick. Uh, just get him one more round. That should make up the twenty. So one of the bikers goes. He was joking, but he was serious, and he goes, ah, fuck, soldier boy over here, because he was a marine, I guess. Ah, oh, 
And, um, you know, fuck the army. I buy this motherfucker drinks all the time. He never reaches into his pocket. Then he laughs. He goes, I'm just kidding. Have his drink with me. And I said, no, 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 no. But put another round on so-and-so's Oh, yeah, good man. Give it back. And, uh, you know, I'll take the, you know, we'll see if he takes the glory from this field. Yeah. My Lord. But, you know, I felt bad. I, I felt bad because I was like... Well, was That's he buying a me a lot of drinks? Yeah, was he buying me a lot of drinks? I, I don't know. Um, sea bass over there wants it. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like people. I don't. They buy me rounds and expect me to buy one back. So it's it got to Disagree. the point where I say, you know what, I have to start turning them down and say no, thank you. I agree. If you want to buy somebody a drink, that that is where it ends. If you are inclined later to, to reciprocate, that's on you. But it should never mm-hmm. be expected. Otherwise, it's not buying a drink. You might as well just not do it at all. Just keep, you know, fend for yourself. Yeah. See, most people say, do you want a shot? And uh, this kind of, this happened earlier this evening. A bunch of folks around me um, yeah, the shot. were all drinking shots of Thule or whatever the hell they were drinking. And um, I wasn't offered one, and that was fine. That was just fine. Right. Because I wasn't really in the mood. I'll drink shots, but I'll only drink them. If people are buying, you'll never see me order a beer and a round. Same I, here. You know, I'm a little bit lighter of a drinker now. I drink, but it's not that much hard liquor anymore. It's tr- strictly beer, wine. Um, but if somebody right. buys a shot, yeah, I'll, I'll pound one. Um, but I'm with you. It, they're the, the biggest waste of money. That's why I don't buy rounds of shots. It's like a, it's I did like it once. Bucks. I looked at the bill. It was $80. And I think I got maybe like a four shot. people. Yeah, yeah, you don't um, need it. It's too much. It's it's money burned, and uh, that's the biggest markup that these bars have. They they make their money on on shots. They'll tell you that they don't, and say no, there's of not much profit do. in them. Yeah, bullshit. yeah, you know they'll they'll take a house speed rack bottle and put it in a jack bottle because they don't you know at come midnight the the customer doesn't know the difference. You get a bottle of Jameson, let's just say twenty six bucks a, a pop, and then you get. I don't know. Let's just say twenty shots out of there times eight, eight bucks a shot, and that's 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 cheap. Exactly. Eight dollars a shot. I mean, you do the math. You're making like eight hundred percent markup on these things. The worst markup is the liquor, typically vodka, typically Grey Goose. Oh yeah. In the in the clubs, as you know, you know, in, in Los Angeles and same in New York, they oh, yeah. charge like two hundred fifty dollars for something that would cost me. $46 tax included oh, yeah, in a liquor store. Oh, yeah, a ripoff. And I said this before, and I have to crowbar this in again. Um, the, the, the markup on bars is so ridiculous, but then I see these social media ads, you know, the bars promoting their, 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 their deal. And, and, but the deals are awful. It's like if you come in between 7 and 8 tonight, happy hour, you can get two shots and a beer for 30 bucks. It's like, how is this a deal? That's not a deal. That's, I know. That's that, like that's like a kind of more of a ripoff than a sale. But right. they but they promote it like it's a it's a big. That's thing. like fifty cent wings. So fifty cents per wing. That's not a good deal. No, no, you're spending like eight bucks. Right. Is is it a ripoff? No, but it's just a regular deal. It's not a great deal. It's people really you're cents. paying the average cost. Yeah. Yeah. Come in today and get a shot and a beer for twelve bucks. I think one St. Patrick's Day last year it was like. Uh, a shot of Jameson and a Guinness, you know, 24 bucks or something. I'm like, that's very overpriced. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe I, that's a I, deal. I right? remember being in West Hollywood with you, and oh yeah, I think thirty-five dollars was the bill for like three drinks. But you know, I can't tip a dollar a drink on them, that, you know, because it's West Hollywood and we have the view. So uh, I had Sky to do bar. like, yeah, Sky Bar was, yeah. And then I had to, I had to be a little bit generous on that one. So that was probably about a forty-five dollar tab for three drinks that we finished in you know, a couple of minutes. It's but expensive. We were, paying, we were paying for a good time. You're paying it's for the okay view. It's okay every now and then to do that. Yeah, but, shot of uh, in Miami will cost you. There you go. There he is. Glad to have you on. Yeah, Miami's really up and down. You know, there were some deals I've had in Miami where, and I, the last time I was there was, what, five, almost six years ago, um, where the hotels weren't terribly priced. But, uh, yeah, the drinks were ridiculous. And um, some places had no cover charge. Right, it's up and down. Where I was like, what am I paying for to get in here? This that's, is stupid. That's why I always stay at the uh, the National in, in Miami. This is a pen from the National. By the way, I collect hotel pens. I've started to. Sounds right. And uh, I've got, got a lot of problems in my life. But you're totally right about that. <laughs> it's up and down. Depends on where you are. Uh, but you can tweet us at the underscore podcastle and... We're discussing drinks. Let us know what you think about drink etiquette, if you should pay, if paid for. We did a poll this week, too, uh, asking people, asking you listeners, what show do you find more favorably? Is it The Assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story, or Waco? And Waco uh, won 80, 80 to 20. I think uh, 20% voted for Versace, which I thought would be a lot higher. To be honest with you, but no, I think I think Waco is the better show personally. The way that Waco is done is uh, agreed. I don't know. It just it's visually unique. Yeah. Yes, you, visually, it's really making David Koresh seem like a saint, though. Well, not a saint, but not such I a agreed. bad guy. You don't feel bad for him so far. You feel like hey, he's not not horrible. He's just kind of nutty, right. but he's he's trying to do something good. Um, right. They depict him, yeah, a little bit more saintly than they're they're not emphasizing the. Polygamy, the negative parts of that, and the child. The beats that he much. gave the kids. I was like, all right, I think he's got the switch. Here it comes. And of course, they, they uh, did a bait and switch. They yes. Changed it up and 100%. Keep it the ice cream. But. And uh, John, Leguizamo, uh, John Leguizamo looks very Tejano in that, as you mentioned, because yes. of. Uh, and he plays the part he plays well. The part well. Leguizamo. He's very uh, versatile. In that show, um, and you kind of feel scared for him a little bit when he's in the compound. I won't give too much away if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but, he looks like the guy who's just not fit to be undercover. He was almost acting like a rookie. You could tell he was just scared because you know there was a hundred of them, and they, there was a there was an arsenal. You know, talk about yeah, weapons cache that could take out half of Texas. Um, but this show d- just doesn't show what David Koresh was like um, as as the father figure where he really did discipline those children. Right. Uh, you know, does that mean that I think that the ATF was justified now? The federal government really fucked up on that one, and I'm pretty sure 99% of America, even the courts, agreed uh, that wasn't really like done Ruby by Ridge. the book. Yeah. Like Ruby Ridge, yeah. Which, which Ruby Ridge is on a much smaller scale um, because of that reason, a less bigger fuck up, but just looking at how they handled that, I didn't know much about it until you brought it up. 
but they really that was a very botched situation. Well, and nothing in Idaho. nothing was learned from it. Right. And then you know they repeated the same mistake, and that's more or less what the first episode is about. Yes. And then of course I'm wondering if Timothy McVeigh has a character playing like there's going to be somebody playing him in like one of the later episodes where they're all the protesters are out there and then like the camera's going to pan and then zoom on this guy with this evil face would it be surprised plotting in his head right and then it's gonna you know it, that's going to be the next crime story <laughs> i want to meet the mcveigh the unabomber or oklahoma city Oklahoma city kaczynski yeah yeah. Who I think also has a program out. There's a Unabomber show I thought I heard I, somebody. I don't know. I did see about something it. on that. I did read something on that. They are yeah. I wanna uh I wanna take a quick break and then get into uh news with Biscardi, but before we do, I just wanna wanna comment on the assassination of Johnny Versace. I think you agree with me. The show is third episode, it's kinda peaking a little bit and it, it's it's not really keeping your interest. It's getting kinda weird and kinda creepy. Would you do you agree? What do you think about that? I haven't dicked yeah. it yet. It's, it's trailing it? off. Not yet. Yeah. It's a little fear It's a little dead. disturbing. Yeah, it's a little disturbing. The, the thing about this show is, and we've talked about this, um, number one, it's not really dedicated that much to Versace. And, right. Um, it's not uh, It's not 100% accurate because nobody really knows what happened. For all of these events that took place to be real... You know, would have to all come from just pure chance, you know, that, that right. uh, any of these events actually took place as they did because there's nobody to tell the story because it was just the kid's dead. He, they never got his story and uh, all the victims died without any witnesses. So nobody really knows they don't know. how these things took place. It's all based on, you know, the murder had the evidence. But uh, like the last episode with the, the gay kid and uh, the, all of the dream sequences and oh. flashbacks, it's like, how do you, you know? They're really this? trying it to stretch it very artistic. Out. Well, they're stretching out. They're trying to play on homophobia in the 90s, just the same way that American Crime Story 1 played on racism. Oh, good the, revelation. They, they have to make the theme because that's what hollywood does the theme's got to be about homophobia right like there's the scene where um ricky martin and was edgar ramirez want to kiss yeah. in in public he says i want to marry you i'm right. done with all that and then they kiss but it's so light and and i mean this is it's like a flood rainbow avenue on south beach and you know, men walk around half naked holding hands. Right. There's it's no not shame. Naked. Right. Yeah, it's very Hollywooded up. And and also exactly what you said. They try to do the correlation with race to OJ as with this and, and homophobia. But I feel like you need to have a trial kind of case that keeps you hooked. This this should have just been like a TV movie about yeah, Andrew Cannon. Right. You know, it's not like, it's not about next Versace. It's going to be it's about this Caitlyn Jenner and the true right. crime of who made Bruce Jenner disappear. Right. <laughs> right. Cut off his schnitzels. <laughs> the Menendez brothers would have been a better one, or even the Lacey uh, Peterson one, or Casey, Casey Anthony, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but the like Menendez story was stolen by what? CBS or ABC with the one that Edie Falco did? Right. I saw a couple episodes. Yeah, NBC did it oh, on it, SVU. Is it good? Yes. The that's Edie right. Falco one? Eh. Yeah. Eh. I mean, she was good, but you know. Yeah. Right. 
We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with some news of Biscardi. You can tweet us at the underscore podcastle. We shall return immediately after this. Tweet us at Interschool Podcastle and uh, snap us away at Nerd.35 here with Jonathan Astor and Matthew Clark. Michael Biscardi is still uh, traversing abroad, but he'll be brought back uh, any day now. We were recapping earlier on the uh, Uber crisis, all the blessing, and who decides you are. Tales, woes, learning experiences, and expenditures of Jonathan Astor's new uh, homestead purchase. All right. And we're back. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Um, now we're back from the break. We have some pressing issues to talk about. There's some very stinky fish in here, OJ. And we need to clear the air right now. Now, who is going to give the opening statements? Uh, let's have Johnny do them. All right. We're going to give out attorney assignments for the week. Sorry, I've been watching the juice again. I have to make what up for... What, what are you saying, juice? What are you saying? <laughs> juice, we need an answer. We need an answer, juice. <laughs> so what's going well, on in the news? Well, what's going on? What? what? <laughs> so good. Well, well, Best impressionist. <laughs> what's going on in the news? What's going on with me? Okay, so this is... A, depending on how you look at it, it's tragic news, but... We've talked about this in the past, what a good idea this might be uh, on a serial killer targeting the bums. Oh, well, yeah. It seems that after multiple slayings in Vegas, uh, homeless people are fearing for their lives as they fear that a serial killer is stalking them. So let's see here. Uh, this is in Vegas, right? This is in Vegas. And... Um, Being homeless was not the life that he had planned, this gentleman here that they're talking about had planned, but there were things to be thankful for, like the warm sun on his face. So he was probably homeless somewhere on the East Coast is what that means, but he wanted to be warmer uh, and was able to live on the street comfortably so he could be homeless during the winter months. So he found his way to Vegas. Yeah, he picked the right spot. Um, We've talked about that before, too. I wonder how bad the the homeless population is in Vegas. It's probably pretty high. Yeah, it's it's pretty high. I haven't been in years. It's not my kind of town. All right. So right now I'm sleeping in a. A gentleman says right now I'm sleeping in a friend's backyard. I stay away from trouble. All right. Well, that's nice. See, I would do that for my friends. I'd let them live in a, a backyard. <laughs> backyard. <laughs> Can't be too careful. You can sleep on the uh, deck. So here we go. A 64-year-old named James Lewis, was found under blankets February 2nd, shot to death. His daughter found out her father was dead two days later. It was a Sunday. Uh, and sometimes even in the sticks. Like, I was out in uh, central Pennsylvania, as a matter of fact, where uh, I was yeah. at a Walmart shopping center area. Oh, there yeah. were stores. There was a Walmart there, which is always hiring. And then there was a whole bunch of, of course. you know, like the typical restaurants, the chain restaurants, the Applebee's I saw. And there was, uh, you know, small businesses, small shops, plenty of jobs in a 360 degree radius. Anyway, look, I, I, anybody could find a job. And there's this woman with the sign, you know, mom, anything helps. It's like, well, yeah, how about a job? Why don't you go, go, go 
fill out an application for Christ's sakes. And they're usually on a cell phone. It's like, well, you still manage to have like a, a yeah. monthly account that you're paying for out of something. I always thought, unless you were super crazy, it's really hard to become homeless because even at your like worst, lowest day, you mm-hmm. can still get some shitty job and rent like a room somewhere until you built back up like your life. You know, like you really exactly. just have to not want to work. You have to have something like you just don't want to do it. You want to say like, oh well, I, I can't. And, you know, it's just. I agree. It's bizarre. And what else is happening in the news here? The, the so Olympics. The, uh, Does anyone give a shit? I, I'm trying to find something juicy here. All right, so I guess the kid, the snowboarder kid, with the the hair, the red hair, he, oh, he yeah. got his third gold medal. Um, What's his name? Sean White. Sean White. Yeah. And the Vaughn skier, I'm looking for. She's she's like the the face of female slopes this year, who says she won't go to the White House. She doesn't want to be honored by the president or anybody. She hates the president. She's kind of hot. Actually, she's really hot. What is she a skier? Yeah, Vaughn something like that. V O N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't see any other news on her. Uh, Kim Chloe. Bristol or something? Palin's husband files for divorce. Oh, a big surprise. She's kind of good looking too, but I couldn't blame anybody for not wanting to have anything to do with that. Oh thing. yeah, uh, that that writing was on the wall. Yeah, and the uh, there's apparently a secret message in Michelle Obama's painting, and the portrait, the two portraits that were just done. Oh yeah, what is which that? Everybody's, that? I don't know. Everybody's dissecting them. I don't really see what the big deal is. All right, so they made a portrait of. The president, yeah, I saw the picture. former president, the former first lady, they're not quite accurate. You wouldn't really, well, his, no, they're his, not. hers they isn't. Hers, hers doesn't look anything like her. Could be anybody, yeah. Could be any black woman. Right. And, doesn't uh, look anything like her. Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu might be on his way out. He's in some hot water right now. Oh, what did he do? Apparently got bribed, took, took a bribe, says Israeli police on Tuesday recommended that the 68-year-old four-term prime minister be indicted for bribery in two cases. Really? Uh, I says by no means certain that Netanyahu will be indicted. I doubt it. I doubt he's going to be indicted. Of, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. That man's just too powerful and too likable, I guess. That's why he got elected so many times. Right. The stability uh, in the Middle East. And then, of course, there's the regular news, which I'm really not following a whole lot about, you know, Porter and uh, all the FBI investigations. I'm just so done. I don't care. And, uh, you know, the rest is tragic planes. Oh, wait, no, this is kind of interesting. All right, so Omarosa. I always thought that there was just something fishy about uh, the president's biggest ball washer of all time. Omarosa. And when I found out that she had resigned, I said, wow, then something's really got to be fishy in the White House because, you know, she quits. What is she going back to? Well, now she's in Big Brother. But she, the, the plot right. kind of thickens. There was really no falling out between her and the president. She yeah, had issues that. with the vice president. Yeah. And she says America would beg for Trump. If Pence ever became president, and that's funny because America you know I'd always said, Trump. yeah, yeah, Pence or, sucks. 
yeah, I, I, again, I always seem like, you know, he seems like a nice guy. Maybe, you know, worst case scenario, if the president resigns or gets impeached like the, the libs all want, yeah, right, so Pence seems like a good guy. Really doesn't seem like such a good guy now. Yeah, you hear a lot uh, of one, shit about him. Yeah, this one figure skater apparently uh, um, didn't want to be congratulated or shake his hand at the Olympics because he went to go represent the, oh, the right, United right. States for all of them. And, and I said, well, what's this kid's problem? Why is he going to make it political? Because I guess he's openly gay. and Yeah. Mike, yeah, and Mike Pence. Yeah, I didn't know. I actually didn't know that about him. I said, all right, that's a legitimate reason then to not want to shake somebody's hand. That's a little Trying extreme. to conversion camps. Pray the guy away. Uh, the New York City bomber got life. Oh, uh, good. man who set off the small bombs in two states, including a pressure cooker device, a blasted shrapnel across the New York City block, was sentenced Tuesday. Ship him up the river. To life. Yeah, Ahmad Khan Rahimi. Sounds Irish. Yeah, so I wonder if he's going to federal prison. I would think he's going to be a federal inmate. I think so. Leavenworth. And that is yeah, where I'm going in, in a week. Wow. Ten days. Damn. But, but not. Damn. And that seems like all the juice out there. The juice. The sports. The juice. news. The scars. 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 News with scars. News with scars. It's funny you talk about the Olympics. I didn't know they were really happening. I thought they were going to happen, and you'd hear like more news stories. But like a d- two days ago, they're like, "Yeah, so and so won losing," and I'm like, "Oh, guess I really haven't been watching because I guess the time difference is so." Yeah. Weird. I think of all the international business that's out there right now. The, I mean, it's good. The Olympics brings the world together. But, I mean, we're really, really on uh, very thin ice with Russia after yeah. that airstrike in, in Syria that, you know, my attention is kind of deterred right now. Oh, yeah. And the U.S. Um, not to be Debbie Down. Destroyed a Russian-built tank this week in a defense um, maneuver. And the uh, yeah, tensions are heating up there. Serious needs to knock their shit off. Yeah. Really. It's a scary thought having to go to a, a Middle East conflict with Russia really in the middle. And, and that's just a belligerent that... Can't happen. I don't really... Yeah, no, it can't. Cooler heads will prevail. Keep the back end channels open. John, are you with us? You're not with us. Oh, wait, here's something. One more bit. Yeah, so um, uh, John Gaudia Maniunk, they called him. What? Jurors are now hearing the closing statements of the notorious skinny Joey Molino. Wait, what's going on with him? Joey Molino's on trial right now, and he's being tried in downtown Manhattan. And apparently, uh, I don't know if it was a week ago. Yeah, I think it was maybe a week ago. I guess he uh, he walked past a juror, a female juror, and kind of gave her the the eye, the you know what's up, sweetie, honey, baby, chicky sort of thing. Yeah, and, right. Um, she wasn't. I mean, I'm sure she was intimidated, but she wasn't so intimidated that she kept her mouth shut to try and be swayed by him, because you know all he needs is you know an eleven to one. Oh yeah. To get a, a hung jury. We'll get it. But uh, she let the judge know. So now, <laughs> being with Molino did not come for free, she sure said. Who was, okay, so notorious Philadelphia mob boss claimed 
He gave up his life of crime. I know he was living down in Boca. Which, Boca by the way, when he, when he was there, he used to have these wild parties. And in order for the neighbors to keep quiet, he would pay everybody's electric bill in the, uh, the community just so they wouldn't, like, call the cops about the noise. Wow. But he did that from, like, a vacuuming service or something. So he's back. He's back up north. So what is he on trial for? Is it racketeering uh, charge? Yeah, he's, he's probably going back to the feds. Fifty-five years old, among nearly four dozen defendants arrested in a 2016 crackdown on East Coast syndicate, the prosecutors say committed crimes including extortion, loan sharking, casino-style gambling, sports gambling, credit card fraud, healthcare fraud. It operated in New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Florida, and New Jersey. Most of the defendants pleaded guilty to lesser charges. Molino is the only one to go to trial on conspiracy charges. So wow. that was one story that I'd forgotten to. Oh, yeah. Between him and the Bococo fella Healthy in Jersey. Fraud. It's, yeah. Margate. Interesting. Yeah. He's going yeah. back. I think so. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't think he can fix this jury. No. Apparently he's trying. Chicky baby, not really flying. It's in Manhattan, federal courthouse? Yeah. In yeah. downtown one. On Court Street. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's getting out of this. Chamber one. Street, I mean. Chamber Street. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's getting out of this one. I think he's going away. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No, not happening. That was a good news so news what, bit, though. There's not a lot going out here. Uh, there's a lot in the entertainment industry, though. Uh, a lot oh, yeah. of deaths in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Vic a lot Damone of... just passed away at 89. And uh, Reggie, um, that was the guy's name, character actor. Mm. Mm. He was in SWAT and... Uh, yeah, he was like 59 or something. Right. Stuff. A lot of stuff happening out here. A lot of old people are dying. Like every, right. Uh, every day, and sometimes twice a day, I'm scrolling through uh, world news, and the feeds are going on about some hundred five year old, some ninety nine oh, yeah. year old. Yeah. Right. So living life to the fullest and living long lives happily. Keep throwing it out there. Yeah. The Me Too movement has has quieted down a bit in the past couple of days. Nobody's yes. come, no, nobody famous has come out as inappropriately. Uh... Rose McGowan needs to stop, though. I, I feel like I'm all about the Me Too movement, but I feel like she's just having fun at this point. I'm all about, and, and there's a good documentary I brought it up. The whole thing, uh, the, the crusade led by Gloria Allred was captured oh, yeah. on, on camera over the course of many decades. They turned it into a documentary. It's on Netflix, and I, I actually watched it. It was pretty good. Um, you mentioned that. I'm curious she, about that. Yeah. She was a big advocate for the, um, the, the women who were going after Cosby, and it was taking them some 30 years to do so, and every woman claimed that they just didn't have the means the capability to speak up back in the 70s. And I get it. It was it was a tough time for women, you know, and there was so much suffrage for so long in the sure. entertainment industry. But let's, in reality, you know, should there be a statute of limitation? On, my personal opinion is, yes, I could catch a lot of hell for that. But yeah. time kills credibility. That's just me. 
So even though these women I could agree. be telling the truth, and they probably are, because I'm pretty sure Bill Cosby did those things. But, yeah, he uh, definitely did them, but I, I do agree there, to an extent. Depends on what it is, yeah. but with that stuff. After so much time, you just don't have much credibility anymore. Well, then you have, yeah, you have some people come out like, you know, the chick that came out, Ben Affleck touched my boob at a party in 98. It's like, okay, well, he didn't, he didn't rape you. And yes, if that is true, that's still yeah. assault of some sort, and that is wrong. But, like, come on. Like, it took you 20 years to say, like, touched your nipple at a party. I mean, you're that upset. You, yeah. you know, I feel like it, it, it clouds the issue a lot. Right. So. Which you shouldn't do. But, you know, um, right. that's the thing. Speak up right away if something like that happens to you. Start I'm screaming. all about that. I encourage it. That's pro-feminism talking. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up and go make me a ham sandwich in the kitchen. How we doing <laughs> it here, Archie and the boy? <laughs> Terrible. So what else is going on? The uh, baseball season starting up soon. The Bronx yeah, Bombers are looking good this year. Possibly take an interest. I don't know. Lindsey Vaughn. That's a girl's name. Lindsey Vaughn. I'm looking at her. She's kind of hot. Tough she is. Thing. Yeah. Tough broad. Uh, yeah, baseball season. I'm going to try again for what, like the eighth season in a row now to try and get back in the game, but I'm just not. See what happens. Not feeling it yet. It's still too cold out. It is cold. It's even cold here. 50. Is it really? Yes. Oh, that is cold. It, it is, is cold. cold. It's been chilly. Chilly willy. I got to be honest. I could care less about the Winter Olympics. I, I mean, I'm not even trying to pretend. Yeah. I, just, I just don't care. You know, I'm kind of disappointed. The NHL, they have the women's of uh, not what is it? WNHL. I don't know what their league is, but the women's hockey. Oh, yeah, that's it's great. Cool. I'm glad you have a team. Come on. But the fact that the NHL didn't let the Americans and the Canadians play the pros and representing. Yeah, it's like not letting the black guy play basketball. Yeah. Right. No dream team, no interest. No dream team. We're gonna one have, dream team. We're going to have the white check team come in and play basketball. That's great. Great. So, the Olympics, I just aren't really turning me on that much. But I, I don't really have time to, to Stay actually watch them anyway because I've been really busy. Doing your thing. You just doing your thing, baby. <laughs> doing my thing. You want to start Slice Night in the WCOM? I don't think John's joining us tonight. Uh... I can talk about anything you want. All right. What's what's happening in what's just happening? Should we tell Joe? Should we prank call somebody? Oh yeah. Actually, the service in here is kind of bad right now. <laughs> I'm running a uh, Wi-Fi off like eight different things in this house. I'll be down for a little prank. Okay, what do you want to hear? Film. Let's do. Um. Let's see, who do we, who do we got lined up on deck? How about we go after a business or a person? A random, a random person. Let's, let's, let's do a business. Okay, so how about what? what hmm. All right, we'll prank call a uh, random business on Yelp here. Oh, good. Yeah, Yelp. We'll just randomly Yelp. pull it up. We'll see what we got. Unless you have a business in mind that slighted you in recent times. I kind of do. Let's have it. I don't want to reveal the name or anything, and 
the reason I want to do it is because it goes back to a bar. So there's a bar that I go to, eh, I don't know, once every other weekend in um, out in the, the rural parts. Okay. And the place is clearly going to close down. It's just the writing's on the oh, wall. Oh, yeah, they're going, yeah, They're yeah. going under. So there's this one employee there who's a good kid. You know, he's kind of like your typical snowboard-looking fella who's, uh, you know, 21, 22 years old. He's got the dreadlocks, skinny white kid. He's trying. But he's trying. You know, he's a small-town kid. And when I visit out there, um, he's all like, hey, did, you just, did you just get in, man? Good to see you, man. He's a good, good kid. Good to see you, man. Yeah. Um, he, you know, and he was telling me, when were you here last? And I said, oh, I was uh, here probably two weeks ago. And what's her name was working. And she gave me her life story as she always does. Uh, and I stopped drinking. I don't know if you noticed, but I stopped drinking Sam Adams on tap. He goes, oh, uh, yeah, man, we don't have it now. We we, we switched the tap. I said, but I noticed you, you weren't drinking that. You, you switched to to lager, to, to yingling. I says, yeah, I got charged seven bucks for a beer. And I said, you know, I just don't think that's worth it, especially not out here. This isn't the city. Right. Uh, no, and he goes, not. wait, what? And I said, yeah, it's, I had I spent fourteen dollars on two beers. I said, I don't want to pay that. He goes, it's three fifty. And he told me that this woman, who uh, seemed like a sweetheart, I mean, I'd always have to listen to her, her story. She was that bartender. We all know the bartender, right? Who gives you their problems, his or her problems. Right. Well, she was that type. Terrible. And she's got a kid who's a total junkie. I mean, for all intents and purposes, guy's a loser. Yeah, right. And, listen to, and it's always going in and out of jail. And uh, I'm kind of like, you know, I, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for this kid. Right. On the other hand, she's got like another son who scored pretty big and lives in Fairfield County with some heiress. His wife is like an heiress to some bank fortune. I don't know how true it is, but I have no reason to not believe it. Being that she was honest about her loser son. Right. So this kid, the bartender there tells me, dude. You need to watch out, man. She's she's like that. I've been telling management, and he says really? out loud, she's ripping you off. Yeah, he goes, "Hey, she, you know who charged him twice, double for the wow. Sam Adams pocketed the money. I know she pocketed the money." He said, "Yeah, but I think I played paid with a card. How would she pocket that?" And she, she goes in the – we have ways. We, if we wanted to, we could go to the computer and we can change the prices and still keep your money. I said, wow. But I've never done that. I've never stolen any money from this place. I'm a good guy. I said, you know, you are a nice guy, and I appreciate you telling me that. I'm really pissed off right now, and I'd like to give a Google review about all that. But the, he's like, no, please, dude. No, man, don't do that. I said, all right, you know what? You need a job. You obviously don't have – any other jobs available, so I'll... Don't do that. But I was pissed off. I'd be that pissed. I was yeah, you can't do that. Charged. She should be fired. Yeah, and that's, I think, what what he's been trying to do, he said, because she apparently steals from him 
in the tip jar because they, you know, they pull their tips. The dick jar. You better just type the name in the chat and not say it on the air. And we're gonna call that some bitch right now. Motherfuckers gonna have to do that. Okay. All right, just type it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just grab a tissue real quick. Gotta clean out the nostrils. Alright, you listen to the pod I'll edit this up a little bit too. You listen to the podcast. Yeah, like the whole long Classy and brassy. Long yeah, yeah. And we'll tighten it up. Because we couldn't think of anything. Yeah, we'll tighten that up. Alright, let's see what we got here. What'd you do it in the thread? Yeah. Alright. Alright, so uh we mentioned on a lot of our artwork we do prank calls here. We've only done I think two. But we're starting to turn that up. So now that you got the backstory of that, what angle? Let's let's give them a shout. Let's give them a shout. Let's see what they're doing tonight. Oh, it's eleven o'clock. They're still going. Probably a little light tonight, being a Tuesday. But I would imagine still open. I get it. All right, here we go. Oh. Well, it says they're closed, but we'll we'll give them a shot. Oh, uh, they probably are closed. Yeah, they are closed because it's what Tuesday. Yeah, they're closed Mondays and Tuesdays. That's how bad their business is. I totally forgot they're closed wow. Mondays and Tuesdays. Never heard of a yeah. bar being closed Monday. That's like when you need drinks the That's most, how like a Monday. Bad. Yeah, and they, I think they close up on their open days at like nine. They, that's when their last call is. That's how bad their business well, is right now. Surprised we'll have to save that one, I guess, for another time. We'll Damn, I forgot that. We'll do it in the next show. I'm looking at their photos, though. It looks like uh, I mean, it's... It looks almost like a stage. It's, like uh, yeah, It's a good-looking venue. It doesn't look it's bad. It's just shit food, and they go through so many waitresses and bartenders because these kids aren't really that good. They don't have any experience. They're just not cut out for that business. And... Um, you know, the only guy who's really dedicated, he needs a little bit of work, but he's he's good and he's dedicated and he's motivated. But, uh, you know, then they got these crooks who just want to, oh, you know, pull a few uh, wool over the eyes tricks. They probably have wings and, like, so they can, cheeseburgers you know, kind of thing. Buy commissary, fund their, their kids' commissary in the county. Yeah, right. It looks like, the, what is it, like a wing place, too? Like cheeseburgers kind of thing? American fare? Is that the kind yeah, of the wings aren't that great. They only do boneless, and there's like no Irish pub food, and it's an Irish pub. It calls itself one, yeah, but it's not really. Can I get the fish and they, chips, please? You can have some Doritos off the rack, okay? <laughs> it's not really. That's not really an equivalent. Like it's not an alternative. You're bamboozled. I feel bamboozled. Right, so what else? What else could we prank call? How about? Uh, here, edit, we'll edit this out. What if we prank like the Ku Klux Klan hotline or something like oh, that? Oh, I don't I can't. I don't want that on my phone. Yeah, or like the Westboro Baptist Church or something, because I want to go after know. them. I do too, yeah, I and go, I would. I just I don't want to do it from my own phone, even with Star Success. Because they're not gonna be that far. 
I don't want to show up in any from, list. Uh, from Kansas. When I'm, I, I could drive into Westboro Baptist area and see if I can find um, You know what would be funny? Nah, it wouldn't. I would have said call Mordecai. You'll get the funny, uh, the Jewish defense organization. He he never picks up, so you just get a recording. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, he never answers. Uh, he screens all of his phone calls, but that would be kind of funny. That would be kind of funny. You trivia that, and uh, I appreciate a lot of the questions. One of them, of course, being uh, it was the 14th president of the United States. That was a very good question. Another question was, uh, is Reno farther west than Los Angeles? I said no. Well, apparently it is on a map. But then the host, Ryan, gave me one of these small pieces of paper that wasn't really marked like the rest of the trivia cards. Being I'm visiting out of town with my wife for a wedding, not from those there parts, I opened it up, thinking that I'd see another question, like, uh, uh, what's the sixth tallest building in the world? Or, uh, gumbo is often a dish served with what? That wasn't the case, though. Wasn't even a question. Wasn't even a word. It was a picture of that man's wainer. And as I looked up in disgust, and my wife looked up and frolicked in frolicked in haste and, and in anger, he winked at me. And it told me to meet him out there back in the dumb bathroom. So I did. And now I got the AIDS. And I don't want to come back there again. And I don't want to have trivia with buds there again. You can call me back at five, dick, nine. Thank you. And that was prank call number three of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> is there another? I want to take a shot now. Is there another place you usually work that you know of? There is. I don't know if I can feed your voiceover to it, though. I'm trying to think of how, but I have headphones yeah. in. Yeah. I could pay for me the too. Skype, but. Yeah. That was a good one, though. I want to get. I want that to get. That was a good one. That other place that we won't mention on the air on, on the next one, though. After that yeah, story, we'll, yeah. now I'm mad, too, and they're on my radar. I mean, I was so livid about that, that I was overcharged. Um, especially when, you know, he told me that she does that, man. She'll, she'll try to make you feel bad for her. And I said, yeah, but I, I get it. You know, I'm going to tip her more if I feel bad, which I don't. You know, I, I'm not going to tip that much. I'm going to take care of her, and it's going to be a standard tip, no more, no less. It's going to be fair. Yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, that that's all I can do for you. I, it's, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you, but I really don't because your son's a fucking loser. And she moved, like, all the way up from Tampa so that she could be closer to him. And the kid's always in and out of jail, and jail is where he belongs. Sounds like she needs to be fired. What a loser. Yeah, and, and it just really pissed me off because, you know, I got to sit there and listen to all of her bullshit. And never once did she, this is the one time where I'm going to kind of backstroke a little bit, saying how I never expect people to buy me drinks. Well, here's the one exception. Oh, she's going to a feast. Yeah, if I'm sitting there and I got to listen to you, then you better, if you're going to try and entertain me and and you can clearly see I'm not entertained, you can do your best to try and liven me up by buying me around. 
Yeah, and she that never be the did. Other way no, but they never did. They so, never bought. That's one place I've been in there. Every time I'm I'm out in the boondocks, I go in there. I give them some business because uh, you know I have a little piece of real estate out there, and it happens to be close by. So when I'm getting away from New York, I go out there, and that's the place I go to, just because it's close. It sucks, but it's it's convenient. And they've never once bought me around. That's unheard of. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they, you told me that before, and that pissed me off, too. And they, they, It should be the other way around. You should be telling them your problems, and they should go, hey, you've been in here a lot. This one's on us. You know, not here's my problems. And let me rip you off. I mean, that's not how it works. And I told this kid that. I said, look, you know, I'm selling the house out here. You know, it's just I don't really like driving all the way out here. It's too much on me, and it's, it's kind of boring. So, you know, I good, good luck. I, I hope for your sake – you guys stay open when, until I officially get rid of the place because I'm going to be coming back. I'd like to see you again. But, you know, make some attempts to solve your problem that you have here, and you'll be able to stay open. And you might make a lot of money. Yeah, you could, you could be next in there. Wins. Is he a bartender? But, yeah, he's a bartender. This one guy, though, who's, you know, your typical, uh, you know, slack Joe yokel type. Well, I'm putting the southern accent on, but it's not the south. Um but, he's like, Yo. but he was a typical redneck. You know, everybody out there, it's like, what should I wear today? Oak, <laughs> maple, pine? Hmm. They all wear, the, you know, the tree camo. Right. Maple, <laughs> pine. <laughs> it's a different outfit. Yeah. Oak, a different camo. mahogany, Doug, so, Douglas fir. This one kid who's, who's uh, at the bar, I guess, with, I presume his girlfriend, his wife, I don't know. Um. He says, he hears us talking about how the business is kind of in trouble. And he, and he says, hey, not to interrupt. And I'm like, I don't care. Hey, what's up, man? Goes, I couldn't help it over here, but I've, I've thought the same thing. man. They really, you know what this place needs? Pool table and smoking. <laughs> and I said, yeah, because, yeah, like, you yeah. know, out there you can smoke, I guess, if you don't serve food. Um, right. And, you know, he said, this place would be booming. If they allowed cigarettes and pool, and I said, "Yeah, but that's that's state law." I get it. that's not really the answer, you know. There's plenty of dives in this town, in this tombstone town, that have cigarettes, <laughs> and you come out smelling like you were in Tomb. a pool hall, like you're in a brewery, night. right? Yeah, um, but uh, no, people need a dining experience, actually. You know, but that, it just, Maybe again, try that's some what, pub fair, too. Some Irish pub fair. Exactly. And, and I've suggested that. Even Benigan's. It goes to show you the has. mindset of people that live in these really podunk towns. They're just not with it. And yeah, they have all the answers. Yeah. You know what they like, need yeah. to do? I can't run my own life, but here's what they need to do because I, I can tell them. Like, yeah, you know, cigarettes. Or the answer: cigarettes and pool tables. You know, I, I like. I thought maybe a pool table might be a good idea, but yet maybe put an addition on and send uh, the the pool shooters somewhere else into a different section of the establishment. Right. But, or have like you know, live what, music what or something. Try something yeah. different, like a game night or bingo or trivia buds or something. But you they know? just don't put in the effort. So I mean, it's obvious this place is going under. Is it? And I said, "Hey, man, I, I don't. I've, I've got that house on the market now." And uh, I said, "I'll I'll be back." But if I don't see you again, hey, look, man, good luck to you. 
my advice to you is I know you're attached to this town and you know everybody and they all know you, but if you're trying to make it, maybe consider leaving, you know, fly this coop. Yeah, get out of here. I'm sure there's not a lot of options. I mean, we got the place because it was... Uh, it's a real estate investment. Cheap. Yeah, it was, a, it was cheap and it was a nice... It served as a nice getaway, but the fact is... Um, it's not worth the getting away anymore. There's plenty of closer getaways than uh, I won't even mention the town because I don't want to, you know, get yeah. sued or slander. Yeah. Somewhere uh, in in the uh, central Pennsylvania area. I get it. I get I got getaways up and down east and west of Long Island. I got Babylon. I got Port Jeff. I got hideaways. Clark, you don't even go to these places. I just own a lot of real estate there. I spent a lot of time on the island. A lot of time looking at a uh, cottage in Montauk that they used for uh, houseboat Seaford. Seaford, yeah, we're doing Clark. You know, never been there. This is good, sir. Houseboats, houseboats. Where is Seaford? South Shore. Yeah. It actually is a lot of houseboats there. That's pretty good to me. You want to put tonight in the W column, my lord? I think it's a W. I think it's a W. This is a great show. It's a classy and brassy all the way. Classy and brassy all the way. Yeah, it's. Um... It's a shame we couldn't get that prank in, but the one that we'll save that one, put on the back burner. The one that we had. Yes. I want to take a crack at this trivia guy. Yeah, we'll we'll get him on the next show, and then we're gonna do. uh, We'll just call this place Mickey's for the sake of 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 the listeners. We'll we'll prank call Mickey's again next time. It's not the real name, but that's what we're gonna refer to it as. Mickey's. Yeah. They're gonna be open on uh, tomorrow, and I guess Monday and Tuesdays are the only day that they're closed. It looked like on their website. It is, but they could very well be shut down by now. Yeah, they, they, might they closed, closed down Monday and Tuesday. It started out with just Tuesday, and then they realized they weren't making enough money to stay open and operate on Monday either, so they closed them both days. That's death's door right there when you're like, we're not making enough money, let's close yeah. two days a week. Well, let's close you're a two bar. days. You're a, I don't know any bars that are closed two days a week. And have a last call at 9 p.m. No, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's end, of the, end of the road right there. They need some John Tapper up in that motherfucker. I think so. Motherfucker. <laughs> Tweet us at the underscore podcast. I'll check out Biscardi's blog on bisblogger.wordpress.com. Tripe for thought. And you can check out all the shows for free on iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. Michael Biscardi's at M. Biscardi Jr. on Twitter. I'm at Kingman Prods. Join us next time. Thank you for listening. And good night. Farewelling friends.